Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering an extension of the asymptomatic question that I dealt with yesterday and it's this. Given what we know now, how should we move forward? It's day 81 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. and we are reporting 17656 confirmed cases with 559 deaths last night on the podcast i talked a little about the share of asymptomatic cases in india because i was a bit disconcerted by what our top health bureaucrat had said at yesterday's press briefing just to recap here is what lav agarwal joint secretary in the ministry of health and family welfare who leads these briefings said in response to a question from a reporter about many asymptomatic people testing positive sir asymptomatic people actually coming out positive is not a very big percentage that is what the historical data across the world has shown us i was quite concerned about that because as i said in yesterday's episode evidence from around the world shows that asymptomatic people form the majority of those testing positive well clearly something changed between yesterday and today because here's mr agarwal at today's press briefing in response to another version of the same question actually around actually around 80% of cases are found to either be asymptomatic or with mild symptoms that's the worldwide analysis that we have done analysis kiya hai okay so that's good we are all on the same page in fact that 80% figure that mr agarwal used came from dr raman ganga khedkar head scientist of the icmr from just a few minutes before wo to humne pehle bhi bahut baar bataya hai i have already said this if 100 people test positive 80 of them will not show any symptoms even if they seem asymptomatic if we test them even they have a chance of testing positive to uski bhi test positive aane ka chance rehta hai Chetan Chauhan of the Hindustan Times put together the share of confirmed cases who are asymptomatic in 10 Indian states and they are all in this same range I've linked to the piece So what are we going to do about this number now Here's Mr Agarwal recapping our testing strategy in this context To jo hamara testing criteria hai wo kafi detailed hai Our testing criteria is quite detailed It includes symptomatic contacts of lab confirmed cases, symptomatic healthcare workers and those asymptomatic people who are direct or high risk contacts of confirmed cases have also been provided for. So our testing strategy now it takes into account the point you have mentioned. Simultaneously our testing strategy also tests people with severe acute respiratory illness. Severe acute respiratory illness par bhi focus karte hue bhi unki bhi testing karta hai. What this means is that the only asymptomatic people we test right now are family members or other very close contacts of a confirmed case like all the asymptomatic tablighi jamaat attendees who were tested. We do not for the most part test asymptomatic people in the broader population though of course some states are expanding their strategies. This isn't unreasonable. Many major countries around the world follow a roughly similar strategy and mass random sample testing which could throw up the real number of asymptomatic positives is really going on only in places like Iceland or South Korea which are smaller and much richer. One part of why this is is here in Dr. Ganga Khedkar's explanation today. Um ek cheez humko samajhna hai maine jaise bola ki RT-PCR test 
One thing we need to understand, as I said, is that the RT-PCR test largely comes positive when a person is symptomatic. It takes a person some time to become symptomatic. When he is asymptomatic, the chances of the test coming positive keep reducing the closer you get to the time of the infection. Now these are the test limitations. I keep saying this is a new disease and while the disease is progressing, we are having to intervene, so we need to act based on what we have right now. So should we change the guidelines? As I said, the closer you get to the time of infection, the chances of the test coming positive keep reducing. When there are symptoms, the test comes positive, meaning that looking at the cost-effectiveness or risk-based approach, the yield keeps coming down. Should we change this now? I can't say. Utna ye test positive aane ka chance aur kam hote jayega. Symptoms jab rehte hain, us waqt ye test positive aati hai. Iska matlab uski cost-effectiveness ya risk-based approach isme humko yield kam hote jayegi. Isko abhi badalna chahiye kya? Ye sochna bhi shayad abhi main bol nahi paunga. Dr. Ganga Khedka's assertion is that in the early days of being infected, a person is less likely to show up as positive in an RT-PCR test and so it doesn't make sense to do a test until they show symptoms. But this isn't very well established and some people never show symptoms at all but they are infectious. I think that second part of what he says reveals an important truth when he uses the phrase cost-effectiveness. There is a global scarcity of testing kits. There is scarcity in India too. And conducting the test is expensive in terms of money, time and human and technical resources. With all of that in mind, the government is putting its eggs in a more reliable basket. Symptomatic people and their close contacts. As I've said about many such things, these aren't easy decisions. But as always, let's be real about what's driving them. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question.